Mawale for the win. And ever since the Liberty have been dubbed a super team a few months ago, a lot of our attention here at All In has really been tailored to them. And we'll really stick with that once again this week. I'm Miles Grossman alongside Brett Tulip and Annabelle Watson. And first of all, guys, I want to start off with last night, a 99-95 victory at home for the New York Liberty over the Phoenix Mercury and really a game that wasn't competitive early, but ended up being very tight down the stretch, a 43 point performance for Brianna Stewart boosted the, the MVP resume, but still probably not the fashion you expected the Liberty to get this win. I'll start with you, Annabelle. I mean, I think it was nerve wracking down the stretch more so than a lot of Liberty fans would expect. Are you a, a bit concerned with this or given that the Liberty still pulled out the win is this is this not much to worry about yeah I mean I think we've been seeing the Liberty kind of struggle in the third quarter I think that oftentimes they kind of start to decrease their level of play in the third quarter um and you know they're still pulling out the win obviously but you don't want to see that when you're going to be going against these high higher level teams like the aces I mean you talk about the Mercury they're three and 12. So you don't really want to be seeing these kind of scary wins against teams that you should be beating pretty easily. Um, And I think that this game really showed how Stewie's kind of carrying this team in a way she's really doing the heavy lifting. And, you know, that's definitely a conversation we'll have later about if this is truly a super team. And if, if the expectations we had for the Liberty at the beginning of the season with the super team motto, if that's really true, because right now it seems like Stewie's the one really doing all the heavy work. Definitely. And I think, you know, there's so much pressure when you're dubbed a super team, it can be, you know, a tough thing to carry on your shoulders if you are the Liberty and Stewie's done a great job of really carrying the load, but I think a whole new discussion to get into is really is that the best thing for the Liberty, right? If you have Stewie scoring near 45 points and it's not even a dominant victory, maybe that's not necessarily the path to success. Brett, I know you've been watching these games and I think that Stewie playing a big role is obviously something you want. That's why you give her the big bucks. She's arguably the best player in the league, but is it detrimental to be so reliant on a player like Stewie? Yeah, I think it's important. The Liberty still need to find their groove in between their best players. And focusing on one star always can equate to some wins. But in order to reach the next level, they really need to better play together as a team. You have Unescu, you have Stewart, and you have Vandersloot, three former All-Stars. And it's still somewhat early on in the season. Uh, They still have time to figure it out. 
but they really need to play better together instead of just trading off scoring nights, you know, because Stewart has a good night and then UNESCO is a big scoring night. But if they could play a little bit better as a team, I feel like that could be helpful. One other thing to the Mercury game, I think they're better than their record suggests. I mean, BG is obviously still one of the league's best, but, you know, I think you touched on like at the end of the third and the, they were up 19 going into the fourth and they really just started to melt down and almost lost that one. And that was a really unnecessarily close game. Yeah. There's no doubt that Phoenix isn't your average three and 12 ball club. I think a couple of those wins, obviously without DT and BG. And I think the first time that Phoenix came to New York, there was really a sense of disappointment in that crowd just because those, that team is so dependent on those two superstars that one two punch and obviously when you're going to be without them for a number of weeks your record isn't going to dictate how how good this ball club can be but one thing about last night that also really stood out for me was the play of Vandersloot a plus 20 in the plus minus column in a four-point victory and that's a player obviously she's a veteran that's why She's on this ball club to facilitate. But the play of Vandersloot, I think, is one of the things that's kind of going under the radar with this ball club. That without a player like Vandersloot running the one, kind of conducting that offense, I don't think the Liberty are even in that championship caliber conversation. And I want that to steer us a little bit. Does the recent play of the Liberty take them out of that championship conversation? Did we get ahead of ourselves thinking that they can compete with the Aces? Or is that still the expectation? I mean, I think it obviously still has to be the expectations with the roster that they have. I think, like Brett mentioned, we're early enough in the season where you can kind of see these holes in the team and, um, you know, maybe fill them and make corrections. But I think the biggest thing here is that, you know, we've talked at length about how this super team, they have so many all-stars and they kind of have to find their new role. And I think Sabrina is the, the biggest example of that. And I think if she can kind of come into that role a little bit more, instead of being like the main main girl on the offense, if she can come into that role a little bit more, I think that they can definitely have more success. But I think the Aces are just such a high-level team. I think, you know, the Liberty has been able to keep up with the defense level of them, but, you know, you had that loss to them recently, 98-81, to 81, and you just don't want to see that. And I think when you have a team like the Aces, it's going to be hard to get by them. But I think we're early on in the season that, you know, corrections can be made, and I still think the expectation should be a championship win. Yeah, we've talked a lot comparing the Liberty and the Aces this season. And the difference between the two is the Liberty would be one of the best teams. They are one of the best teams, but on a year-to-year basis, they'd be the best team in the league. But the thing is, this Aces team is not only good, they're all-time good. They're one of the best teams in WNBA history. I think it's fair to say that. Um, They're first in points per game. They're first in shooting percentage. They're second in assists. You know, this team is just all-time better and at this point in time, the Liberty is just a notch below. But I agree. You know, the Liberty haven't made the finals since I was born, 2002. Um, so expectations are definitely at least making the championship. So we'll have to see if they can do that. 
Yeah, it's really difficult for the Liberty because when you go on the road and you face a team like the Aces, I think the expectation at a minimum is to compete. And for the majority of the game, at least down the stretch, they weren't in that ball game. And that can be really disheartening because the whole point of all this was to match the level of talent that exists on the West Coast. So I think that the conversation definitely needs to be had about maybe there was a little bit of the, the media getting ahead of themselves in this case because the Aces are a ball club that still seem to be really in a league of their own. Nobody, it's really to the same extent that they were last year, I'll even say. And that's pretty disappointing for Liberty because the whole point of the off-season transactions were to put themselves as that one-two and through about 35% of the year, I don't think they've done enough to say, hey, we are a true contender to the Las Vegas Aces. And I think, sure, the talent's there, but I'm not sure if uh, everybody playing, you know, in their role is going gonna, is gonna to compete with the Aces in, in that aspect. Just because, you know, when it comes to the Aces, they do everything so well on both sides of the ball. And particularly the guard play of the Liberty on the defensive end is going to have to step up in a big direction. But they do pick up the win. Last time out, right, they, they they roll in the first half and just barely pick up the win in the second half, super reliant on Brianna Stewart. And I think Brianna Stewart is the type of player where she's going to be in the MVP conversation year in, year out, just because of her sheer talent level. Now with that 43-12-6, is this Brianna Stewart's MVP season? Is she kind of solidified her spot atop that, or are there other players in the mix? Yeah, I mean, I think the conversation here is that Brianna Stewart definitely wins out in the statistics column. I think that it's definitely going to be a conversation when it comes to Asia Wilson and, you know, team success. Um, you know, I think that has a big, big role to play. But, you know, on the same side, you know, the, the term most valuable player in a way, Stewie is the most valuable player to her team. I think at this point, you can say that without Stewie, the Liberty would not be the team that they are. So in a way, she is the most valuable player. But, um, you know, I think that her numbers are absolutely insane right now. If I had a vote, I would vote for Stewie. But, you know, I think team success has a, has a big play in that. And that's a great point. I know MVP does mean most valuable player, but as we know in a lot of sports, it's not really what that boils down to. Um, it, it usually goes to one of the best players on the best teams. And I agree that it's either between Brianna Stewart or Aja Wilson at this point in time. But I would say the argument of just pure value to the team isn't exactly all of it. You know, narrative, other things play into it. Um but with that being said, I, I do think that if she continues these big like point performances and big scoring, I mean, again, she's had the two 40-point games in Liberty history, which is a pretty crazy statistic for one of the original teams, um, then she should be still considered the favorite. Yeah, I think in my mind, there are really three names in this conversation being Alyssa Thomas, Asia Wilson, and Brianna Stewart. And I think you guys have talked about the narrative a lot. I think that surely the narrative with Alyssa Thomas is the most difficult position to be in because she's the kind of player 
who arguably does the most for her ball club. But because Connecticut hasn't been in that one-two conversation, I don't know if she's really getting the, the respect she deserves. But in my mind, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be Brianna Stewart if she's able – to keep it up throughout this down the stretch. I just think the only issue I have with Brianna Stewart being recognized as the MVP is her ceiling is probably, excuse me, her floor is probably the lowest. I think with those, that over, excuse me, one for 14 performance, a couple other times that we've seen Brianna Stewart absolutely not show up for her ball club. And that's something that's very worrisome. If you're an MVP voter, right? Consistency is huge. And when you only have, a 40 game season you really can't take nights off so i'm a little bit worried about brianna stewart's consistency being the issue in voters eyes but it's surely going to be a competitive if you had to say today annabelle is it going to be brianna stewart in your mind i think today because she had that performance against the mercury yes but if yesterday, you bring up a good point, if yesterday she had had one of those off nights, then I'm saying no. So it, it's really, it's really, you make a good point about her consistency. And with 40 games, you know, like you said, you cannot have an off night. And, you know, she she's having these performances pretty often, but when when she doesn't, she doesn't. And that's hard. And that, that definitely plays a role in the MVP award. And Brett, would you say the same? Is this going to be uh, Brianna Stewart's award? I would agree. And I'm not saying it should play into consideration, but I would say it does help Brianna Stewart as being one of the most popular players in the league, especially compared to say an Alyssa Thomas. Um, but yeah, as, as of now I would go with her. And now our final discussion before we wrap up here on this week's all in, and I want to get into Really, expectations down the stretch. We're nearing the halfway point. The all-star teams have been announced. We now know that the Liberty do have an all-star starter and captain in Brianna Stewart and then two all-star reserves in UNESCO and, of course, Vandersloot. But moving forward, is this a club that is sure to make the finals? Are they, are they the best team in the East? Is that even close? And then moving forward, is that going to be a very disappointing end inevitably given that Las Vegas is proven they're a tier above? Yeah, I mean, I think like we've discussed, I think you want to see Stewie be more consistent, them rely less on her. And I think you want to see them kind of wrap up games instead of having these scary uh, fourth quarters. I think that's something that can really really cement a championship team is being able to really close out games. And right now the Liberty aren't exactly doing that. Um, hopefully down the stretch, they can capitalize on these teams who aren't as successful as them. You know, I think that my expectation, I think it's definitely gone down since the beginning of the season. Um, but I think Las Vegas is just going to be really tough to beat. So I think, and I also think Connecticut is going to play a role as well down the stretch. So we'll see what happens with that. But I definitely think there's some things that really need to be fixed, but my expectations are definitely lower than they were before. Yeah, I would agree. One, one thing I'd like to see 
um, over the next month. They don't play the Aces for a month. So I just like to see a substantial win streak. You know, a lot of these teams, they are better than they should be beating. So I'll just be following along to see how close and see if they can beat some of these teams that they're definitely better than. Yeah, you touched on it right there, Brett. It can be difficult when day in and day out, you expect to not just beat teams, but beat teams by a significant margin. And they'll be back in action this Saturday. It'll be the storm at home in New York, a 2 p.m. tip from Barclays. And it'll be the 12-4 and Liberty hosting the 4-12 and Seattle Storm. And once again, Liberty will be expected to roll in dominant fashion against every other team besides the Aces. But that's all the time we have. The Liberty getting it done, but not necessarily in decisive fashion. From Miles Grossman, Annabelle Watson, he's been Brett Tulip. See you next week. Hey.